is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, Oddballs, welcome to the 25th episode of the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Or as I like to call it, the Deuce Nickel. Uh, I am Matt Baker, and the man who just makes words up over there is the newfangled Louis Fox. That's right, I'm newfangled. I've got my bells and whistles and everything. <laughs> I'm like a new Cadillac. Um, so welcome to the show. Anything been going on this week, man? Got my flu shot. Nice. Pretty awesome. I had to wait two weeks to get my flu shot. Why? There's a waiting list? Yeah, I guess they, it came out late this year, or it could have been my autism. They, they <laughs> <laughs> that prevented you from getting yeah. it? Or you're fearful? Yes. You have a fear of needles, right? I do. Yeah, I've gotten over it recently. I can't look at the needle. Like, so if, huh. if I see it, just like in the, the guy's hand... I, it's no no bueno. I haven't got a flu shot as an adult, and I'm proud to say I don't have autism. <laughs> but you can get it as a kid, not an adult. Oh, gotcha. There's not adult onset autism? I, there probably is. Yeah, I would imagine. So I go in, and the guy's like, I always give him a heads up. I'm like, hey, I'm a fainter. So <laughs> it's good to know. That's a good icebreaker. Yeah. And what other scenarios do you bring this up where you have to warn people that I'm a fainter? fainter? Yeah. Oh, the slang is white coat phobia. Okay. Like I had my wisdom teeth pulled, and they, they put me out, put an IV in me. Uh-huh. And he just unwrapped the needle of the IV, and I was- You were out? I, I was out. I woke <laughs> up, and it was done. <laughs> Dude, you should do everything like that. <laughs> if you want to sleep on a like a Play. flight from China to Seattle, <laughs> throw like, some hypos in my just <laughs> Tell your wife to just show you a needle. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> throw some hypodermic needles in my carry-on. <laughs> when my wife was got pregnant, we go into the doctor, and basically you go in, and they she pees on the stick. Uh-huh. You know, it's not nothing happens. The guy's like, oh, maybe you should stop smoking crack or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It just gives you kind of the pregnancy bullet points. We walk in, and the nurse sits us in the in the office, and the doctor comes in and I'm on the floor already and he like opens the door and hits me because <laughs> you're on the ground passed out <laughs> yep and she's like ah he's drunk yeah <laughs> he was out celebrating <laughs> and then when the baby was being born so they they gave her like the epidural or the uh-huh. or something like that and so I was like I'm, I'm not gonna be in the room for this because you guys got I love how your wife's giving birth and you're the person who's like, <laughs> like that people need to care for and tend to well so then at one point while she's like shooting out my daughter I get all woozy and I'm like, I got to lay on the floor. <laughs> and so all the doctors and nurses are around me and I, I'm not out yet, but I'm going out. I could, I know it's, we're on the train. Uh, we're in the last, the, we're the in, tunnel. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the trains are moving. Yeah. And so I'm just like, would you guys, I'll be fine. I'll just, I'll come to in a little bit. It'll be cool. Uh, you guys worry about the baby and they're like, no, you want juice. You need some cookies. <laughs> Priorities. My wife's OBGYN knows, knew that about me from the first day. Uh So when we walked in to have the baby, he was like, we got a fainter here. (laughs) And that was, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this. Is a male, is a male midwife a mid-husband? Mid guy. Mid guy. Mid fella. (laughs) 
but mid bro. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been up to? Um, not much, dude. Just got into investing a little bit. Oh, you did. Been oh, did you finally some... download that app I've been telling yeah, you about for yeah. a day? Uh, well, I looked at it like three years ago when you told me about it, and I was like a little bit like, I don't know. I don't like things linking to my bank account. Yeah, I have to and, give them my social security number. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like giving my social security number out. Like, why do I have to give my social security guy to the guy that, to pump my gas? Yeah, like that's weird. That's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> why do I have to give you my social to give you a dollar in your homeless bin <laughs> to buy your real change newspaper why why do, you, do, you, why do you need my mother's maiden name <laughs> you and i a couple weeks ago we went to this uh so there was like a convention that happens every year in washington it's called the washington fair association yep and uh you and i share the same agent mm-hmm. for a fair and so what we did is uh we show up and we hang out at this convention and potential fair buyers from the state of washington people who run fairs come around and they talk to you and see if they want to hire you and yep so rub elbows with people that you've known over the past or as i call it 24 hours of matt being uncomfortable (laughs) this is true I don't go to a lot of these things anymore, <laughs> uh, mostly just because uh, I'm out of the country quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I just scheduling wise, I have a hard so time. You showed up for a day, and our agent goes, "That's a big step for Matt. Like, <laughs> like you're a child." <laughs> she was very excited that I was there, but then I sta- then I sit around in the booth, and then no one knows who the hell I am. <laughs> I literally, I had a brochure with, you know, my picture on it and I was telling them about me in the third person. I was like, dude, this guy is so awesome. He's funny. He does weird skills and stunts. He performs all over the place. They're like, wow, that sounds really interesting. I'm like, yeah. And he's handsome too. And they're like, yeah, he's not, he's all right. (laughs) They're looking at the brochure like, he's okay. I'm like. (laughs) But the best was, didn't you do that someone else and you told him who, then they're like, oh, that's you. Yeah. And then you start pitching him the show and and then our agent walks by and she's like, you already booked him. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's tough. Well, it's tough because you know I'm I'm social with people that I know that mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with, but I'm not. I don't. I hate selling my s- stuff. You yep. know, I hate sort of having to tell people. That's why you were never a drug dealer, or a good one. No, I was not a good drug dealer. That's why. But somehow you sold the the forged baseball cards. Well, that well, yeah. I was leaning on my brother quite a bit. Okay, you know, I was, he was, he was, I was the like, face. I was not. I was the nine year old. I was the brains behind the operation. He was the face of the franchise. <laughs> if we needed a tier, I could produce a couple tiers yeah. on command. Well, the funny thing is, is like our agency had a suite, so all, this whole convention happens at a hotel, and at night there isn't like a trade show or anything. So a lot of people just have their rooms open and available for people to come by and drink and you know play games or whatever and our agency the agency that you and i are both represented Mm -hmm. by had their own suite and you were ideal cards you deal cards you were doing black you were playing blackjack you know sort of facilitate people coming in and sort of hearing a soft pitch on yeah on the talent that's represented by this agency but i had so much anxiety hanging out in that room you ghosted the room i did i ghosted the room room. (laughs) (laughs) well because i get anxiety around people that i don't know and i don't like selling myself and so i don't there's no reason for me even to be there with both the combination of those two things and so i was just at the bar hanging out with buddies No, I was. I mean, like my, uh, you know, I was, I was having a drink with my good buddy and then another good buddy sat down and then another good buddy sat down and then we just kind of made an L-shaped cheers scenario. Yeah. And, uh, and we hung out. Cool. Well, do you want to get some stories? Let's do it.
And now it's time for some weird news. This story comes from APnews.com. That's the source more reliable than trusting Matt to drive the speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I get a lot of emails from people telling me like, hey, I love your podcast. Tell Matt to slow down. Well, you know, it's weird because I just don't think that when it's three in the morning in Nebraska and there's no, you haven't seen a car for three hours and you're driving, yeah. why you need to go 65 miles an hour? Because that's when a cow jumps out in front of you. <laughs> I've never, I have hit a deer once. Have you? Yeah. When I was 18, I hit a deer, but it wasn't my fault. It was the deer's fault. Yeah. It wasn't crossing at the crosswalk. It came out of nowhere, man. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. I wasn't even going fast. I was like, because I saw a deer up ahead and mm-hmm. I slowed down. And then all of a sudden, another deer jumped jumped out in front of me. Now, so you hit it? Did it just run away? Yeah, it ran away, and I pulled over, and I tried to find it. Tried to shoot it? Uh, well, I'd, I didn't have a gun, so I'd have to choke it out. <laughs> I'd, 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 t- I'd take a rock. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that, but I just don't think that... I think speed limits are good for, like, during the day, but, like, when there's no cars around, I think it should be sort of a suggestion. It should be, it should be a speed limit suggestion. I like how you're doing the opposite of... You remember when Montana had the no speed limit during the day? Yeah. That was, I drove through that one time, and it was at night. I Don't like, even oh. remember it. You went so fast. Yeah. I traveled through time. I went so fast. <laughs> yeah, it, that's the thing. Is like I think based off of if you're a dangerous and reckless driver, then you should be you know, obligated to follow the speed limit. But if you don't ever get in accidents, what does it make? What difference does it make? I don't ever get in accidents. How many accidents have you been in? That, that were you, my fault yeah. in, in the last year? <laughs> Uh, we'll go since you were in a, since you were 21. One accident. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's some gray area accidents in there. There's some hit and runs. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. <laughs> so anyways, whatever. I, I've only been in one that I caused. So I was driving and I slam on the brake. I kind of just tap the guy though. And the guy leans out the window. He's like, it's cool. And then just like drives off. Yeah. That's awesome. He like, he hit and ran my hit. <laughs> It's probably a stolen car. <laughs> probably. So a week later, I'm at the same intersection, but I'm the car waiting at the uh-huh. light. Car comes in, hits the brakes, taps me. So I lean out the window. I'm like, it's cool. And it's the guy. <laughs> I don't remember. That would be amazing. <laughs> but I was like, I got to pay it forward. And that's how I met my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm in debtor's prison. <laughs> All right, so the, we've used APnews.com, and they have a little oddity section, so it's pretty cool. This one is a hilarious story. It starts out, Fishmonger offers lobsters some herb before the butter. Oh, I like yeah. this. This so, is a very West Coast story happening <laughs> on the East Coast. It goes like this. These lobsters are going to pot in more ways than one. Oh, yeah. I like the little tongue-in-cheek. It's nice. A main lobster pound is banking on using marijuana to try to make cooking the crustaceans a little more humane. I don't get what a main lobster pound means. Is yeah. it like, like, oh, these were all orphaned and <laughs> we're waiting to adopt them out into your belly? Yeah, maybe they can't. They're like lobsters that they can't sell. <laughs> so they just drop them off at some like... <laughs> And then people come through and they're like, ah, I'd eat that. Yeah. Or you're like, did you eat wild lobster? You don't do that. You got to adopt the, the, it's a rescue lobster. I would, I think that how cool would that, when you get on the menu and it's like, this is a adopted lobster that lived in the pound for three years. (laughs) 
He's an orphan lobster. <laughs> it's been it's been over a year and a half in isolation due to some shower some shower fights. Now, <laughs> it's it's claws are all sanded down and like super sharp shivs. <laughs> a lobster pound. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, the business, Charlotte's Legendary Lobster Pound in Southwest Harbor, is owned by a registered medical marijuana caregiver. Again, weird, <laughs> weird Some synergy. But medical marijuana caregiver. What is what is that? What do you do? I own Charlotte's Legendary Lobster Pound, and you need weed. I can prescribe it. Yeah, that's how you get into like that back alley. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm totally a gynecologist that works out of my van. A caregiver. It does sound like someone who shows up late at night at a senior citizen home and like you know like rubs <laughs> weed oil on their you know with their and, chest or something. And then they're like, and sign over your inheritance. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so the owner Charlotte Gill put a test lobster in a box with a few inches of water before. <laughs> Test lobster. Well, yeah, when you're doing like, experiments, you got you know. It's the Chuck Yeager of life of <laughs> lobsters. You know, she puts ten lobsters out and is like, "All right, who wants to do CBD oil? Yeah. Who wants smoke blown in your face? Raise your claw." <laughs> Put a test lobster in a box with a few inches of water before marijuana smoke was blown into the box. <laughs> I like how it's exactly how kids in high school get their dogs high. <laughs> WMTW TV reported the animal was calmer for the next three weeks and she released it into the ocean, she said. What? How do you determine that the lobster is calmer? I know. And you're like, can you imagine that lobster going back? He's like, dude. I, I went to eat this thing. I got trapped in a net, and this lady was blowing weed in my face. <laughs> what happens if he didn't know if he went was actually back in the ocean? He's just like permanently high for the rest of his life. It's like doing LSD seven <laughs> times. You're like, oh, you're clinically insane now. <laughs> but only weed smokers would come up with this idea. <laughs> only someone who's high out of their minds, like, you know what? I wonder if lobsters can get high. And how that makes them taste so good. Maybe that's how they got their medical marijuana caregiver grant yeah. from the government. They're like, well, we wanted to see the effects of marijuana on crustaceans. Yeah. <laughs> like stoners do the weirdest stuff, man. Well, I like how it's like, I'm going to get you high, then I'm going to eat you. Yeah, right? Well, she released oh, but, it back in the that, wild. That was the test one. Then she caught it a year later. She caught it a year later. <laughs> he had a will hang out in boiling hot water for weed <laughs> sign. Yeah, he had lobster dreadlocks. <laughs> He's all playing hacky sack. He's got all those legs. <laughs> He's got his claws are like filed down to a roach clip. Gil plans to use the new method at customer's request and then build a larger tank to sedate multiple lobsters at once. I like that they're getting all super like Discovery Channel shows where they're building crap. They're like, all right, we got to build this tank that'll get lobsters high, yet keep them salty. Yeah, but who is like coming to a restaurant and is like, you know what? I want my lobster stoned when I eat it. That's how I request all of my hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Would you please blow weed into the hamburger <laughs> meat before you cook it? Can you just have the guy grinding the meat just smoke weed and blow it into the grinder? <laughs> He's already doing that anyways. <laughs> yeah. Probably all of your... I would imagine any fast food restaurant has weed in it. 
<laughs> so this ha- this has a precedent. This is a little. This is ridiculous. Yeah, who would say that? I mean, I understand. Like, I guess it's like weed in brownies or food. Like, you get a little buzz off of it, maybe. But I don't. I mean, this is used weed. Yes, yeah, secondhand weed. Yeah, so you get. I, I yeah, yeah, because the weed's already burned up, right? Yeah. So you're just essentially getting weed smoke. It's like charbroiled, <laughs> charbroiled with weed. I yeah. guess you're like, you know what? I need more weed aroma in my day. Yeah, no one's like, ah, oh, I want weed. This lobster know, flavored. Has, this lobster has a wacky tobacco bouquet. God, so dumb. It's unknown whether science says pot smoke actually calms lobsters or has any effect on the, their meat. I see a sweet grant application coming. I out. know. But when Watson, a zoologist with University of New Hampshire, said the possibility is worth studying. Why do we need to study this? And who gets their zoology degree from the University of New Hampshire? Yeah, that's zoo hotbed. I'm surprised any stoner would know that New Hampshire is a state. Yeah, they're like, dude, that sellout. You want to go to Old Hampshire? <laughs> Um, Whether marijuana can influence a lobster's behavior depends on if the crustaceans react to cannabinoids, the chemical compounds in marijuana, he said. It's just an understudied field. Of course. (laughs) This guy... Who, why is he such a proponent for you, studying the effects of weed on animals? Who is like, we have too much money in America, and it's spent in the wrong places when someone's advocating studying this. I know. It's just an understudy field, and maybe they play a role in other animals, he said. I think it's possible they have receptors for these, and it affects their behavior. That's so messed up. Like, yeah, we want to get other animals stoned. I've never done this, but I'm aware of people blowing the smoke in their dog's face. Like, look at that dog. He's so high. Yeah. He's rubbing his belly. You know, I I mean, when I used to smoke weed, I, I did that plenty of times, but I never noticed sort of a dog sort of becoming calmer or from the secondhand smoke. Yeah. But I have heard stories about Never like... Never started jamming out on the acoustic guitar. Yeah, right? <laughs> Starts touring around with fish. <laughs> but I have heard stories about CBD oil and dog-specific sort of, you know, weed oils that mm-hmm. sort of calm them down or help them with cancer, uh, stuff like that. So... Um, Maybe there's something here? Maybe they just... Well, I think... They're just trying to cure lobster cancer? Well, that's what's weird is like these are lobsters that they're going to kill and eat. It's yeah. not like they're sort of trying to make their lives better. Yeah, they're trying to build a lobster art scene. <laughs> they got like the tank. Like they got the one tank of regular lobsters and they have a second tank of the weed lobsters. There's like a lava lamp. Yeah, it's all painted up like, <laughs> like, like Ken Kingsley's bus. There's like be- beaded curtains. <laughs> there's some dude just lobster laying on the couch all day. <laughs> They're like watching The Simpsons. <laughs> Definitely watching Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there is a follow-up story to this yes. that we should go over. It's also on the AP News. That's a news source more reliable than the Highline School District using my levy money responsibly. <laughs> Could you just say any government body? <laughs> yeah, but I specifically uh, deal with this one. <laughs> So the story goes, state investigating restaurant that calmed lobsters with pot. The Portland Press-Herald reports Charlotte's legendary lobster pound in Southwest Harbor remains open, but has stopped allowing customers to request meat from lobsters sedated with marijuana. Wow. Owner Charlotte Gill is a state licensed medical marijuana caregiver. It's amazing. I, it is. It's, it's state licensed. So there you go. I get, why couldn't she get the medical marijuana distributor? I wonder if she got the license so she could get the legally, in theory, get the lobster high. 
Yeah, but I wonder what other things that she could have gotten but didn't get. So she went with the caregiver. They're like, what are the... Like a college degree. Yeah, it's like, what was the questions? Like, has anyone died after you gave them drugs in the last six months? Yes or yeah. no. Yes or no. Define died. <laughs> they saw the afterlife. <laughs> Gil said Friday she had started offering smoked lobster meat recently and hopes to resume sales by mid-October. Maine Department of Health and Human Services spoke Spokeswoman Emily Spencer wouldn't say whether the state had asked Gil to halt such sales. They probably didn't ask her to halt. But they're like, yeah, it's going to cost you $75,000 in fines if you sell them. Yeah, well, I imagine if you're a restaurant and you're serving weed-related products, I think there there's probably some illegal things going on. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, because there's no, like, weed in the title or anything. Well, so I had read in a separate article that the... The whatever the cannabinoids basically burn out at like 362 degrees uh-huh. and they heat the lobster to get ready for it 420 degrees. Oh man, so essentially the lobster is high right up to the end of his <laughs> to the boiling period. Well, so the, the, so it calms him for the most of it, and then and all then of a sudden he's ah, I'm on fire, dead. Yeah, so I guess you know, three quarters of a torturous death. <laughs> <laughs> If you knew if you were walking to the you know the buzzsaw or the boiling water off the plank, would you rather be high or be in it? I'd probably rather be high, but I'd rather either be in it the whole time or be high the whole time, <laughs> not like three quarters of the way and then come out of it and be like, you come out of this euphoria and then you're like, oh my god, I'm on fire. <laughs> That's how you sober them up. <laughs> so, that sounds torturous, man. You're like, oh, dude, the <laughs> it's like waterboarding, dude. It's crazy. So it's unknown whether pot smoke actually calms lobsters or has any effect on their meat. Uh, I think it was a good idea for this person, but it's a little it's a little weird. And I, I'm not a big fan of like, you know, getting high and then being like, unless uh, that's like your whole restaurant's theme. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, our carrots are grown in uh, marijuana mulch. Yeah. Well, New business idea, million dollar idea, marijuana mulch. Marijuana mulch. That, yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. I'm sure they have marijuana mulch already. <laughs> I don't know why you think that has not doesn't exist. <laughs> the dude, you don't think they have cannabis, marijuana cannabis compost? You don't think they have marijuana mulch? These people are blowing smoke into lobsters' faces to serve them to people, and no one's thought of using yeah, them. Yeah, I think I think they I think. When weed smoke has gotten to all the way down to under the water, <laughs> under the water, <laughs> below sea level. <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm surprised this is coming from the East Coast. This seems like something that you might hear from, you know, in Oregon or something. Yeah, it's, uh, I, well, yeah, they probably stole it. There's, I bet if we look, there's some some restaurant in Oregon selling um, Maine lobster that's high. <laughs> all right, and now. It's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Henry VIII of England had people who were called grooms of stool, whose job it was to wipe his bottom. During his reign, he had four such people, all of whom were knighted. Weird News Stories, Pod Duh. This story comes from King Five. 
Com. That's a new source more reliable than my dad remembering my birthday. <laughs> Does he not ever remember your birthday? <laughs> I went out to dinner with him one time on my birthday, and he didn't remember. <laughs> You're like buying yourself dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you give him like subtle hints? When he, when he slides the check towards me. <laughs> I was like, nope. You're like, what is it, your birthday or something? I'm not buying dinner. You're like, actually, it is. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> Nothing makes you feel more loved than that. You're like, I thought that's why we were going out tonight, Dad. He's like, no, I just... I just, I just wanted some Chinese food. <laughs> I was in the neighborhood. So the story goes, man accused of rubbing produce on his butt at Northern Virginia grocery store. And that's why kids don't eat their vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> story begins, a man was arrested at a Northern Virginia grocery store after allegedly dropping his pants and rubbing produce on his backside. I like how it's the allegedly. Like, A, if someone rubs fruit on their butt, they're not going to sue you for slander for saying they rub produce on their butt. Well, and I would think that out of all the locations in the grocery store, the produce aisle would be the one that they should probably film. <laughs> yes. Like, right? <laughs> I think that's the location where the most damage can be done and the most health risks, right? Yes. To, to the consumer, but that's probably the least financial risk to the grocery store. Yeah, but someone could just go in there who has the flu and like sort of cough on every single thing in there. That's or, basically you know? what every kid in the grocery store does. Yeah, right? Like you would go to the bathroom, like not everyone washes their hands. They go and touch a couple of tomatoes. And, and then, then you don't wash your tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you die of dysentery. <laughs> it's like the organ trail. <laughs> <laughs> I would think the allegedly could be easily decided on, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Police were called to a giant food grocery store in Manassas, Manassas? That is the actual name of the place. M-A-N-A-S-S-A-S. Manassas. Yep, that's shocking That's this happened in Manassas. Maybe he's just so diehard about his town. He's like, I gotta live up to the name. He's, he's running for mayor. He's like, I am so Manassas. The mayor of the Manassas. The badass of Manassas. Manassas, Virginia. Of course. Someone has to make a t-shirt that says like badasses of Manassas. Yeah. I feel like out of all the places in the United States, Virginia's got to have the best names of towns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, There's Fry's, Virginia. But of course, state that gave us Manassas is going to give us bump ass. (laughs) Bump ass? Yep. (laughs) But then to be... Kind to the ladies. They have Manassas. They also have Asa Woman. Oh, nice. And then they have Tight Squeeze, Skin Quarter. Skin Quarter? Skin Quarter. This is all in Virginia. Yep. What? Tight Squeeze, (laughs) Skin Quarter. This story should have taken place in this last one. Butts, Virginia. Oh, I like how they have man asses and lady asses. And it's the generic butts, too, (laughs) if you're uh, gender fluid. You know, I would think the rednecks of Virginia are like, you know what would be funny? We should name it after an ass. (laughs) What do you want to name this town? Butts. There's already an ass, Virginia. What else can we name it? Butts. <laughs> it's already man ass. Lady <laughs> ass already like, exists. They're like sitting around the, the, the table, right? They're like, all right, who's got some ideas for a uh, name of a town? They're like, let's name it man ass. <laughs> nope. Sorry. It's already been done. Any other ideas? How about ass? Nope. Already been done. Anything else? But <laughs> butt's been done. Plurals open. It's like trying to buy a domain name. <laughs> Is that with one T or two? It's with two, actually. <laughs> so this happened in Manassas, Virginia, on Saturday after a witness reported seeing a man picking fruit off of the shelf, rubbing it on his butt, and putting the fruit back on the shelf. I, if I do it, I would totally use pineapple. Get that nice deep scratch. Oh yeah, that would. That's disgusting. I, what, I would you, what would your 
fruit wipe be? Um, I probably go, man, banana would be a good shape, but a little bit, it's too, uh, contoured to <laughs> specifically to the shape. I'd go I, avocado. I think I'd go avocado. Oh, it's got a nice little ripple. Yeah. Well, after, you know, you, you cut it open and then scrape <laughs> just, it out. Just do an avocado peel. <laughs> yeah. Well, you eat the avocado and then you got the, 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 the rind. <laughs> You know, you can wipe and then put the plug it up. <laughs> All right. So Manassas City Police Department charged Michael Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. 27 with destruction of property and indecent exposure. I think just his butt hanging out, though. I mean, I mean, no one will see that. But you see his picture? He's not a bad looking dude, though. Like, like... Yeah. Indecent exposure. I mean, he just showed his butt, right? Yeah. The giant store had to destroy several pallets of produce in fear of contamination, police said. They should just, like, resell it, like, Dwayne Johnson butt rub produce. Yeah, they could probably sell it for more money, I would imagine, right? Heck yeah. Right? Instead of throwing it out, just, like, you know, upsell it. Yeah, like, it turns out I only watch uh, the Rock movies on airplanes. Yeah. I just saw San Andreas. In San Andreas, does he wipe his butt with produce from San Andreas? Yeah, well, that's about an earthquake that's destroying it, so he uh, wipes his butt with uh, rubble. Oh. Oh, okay. A giant crack was created (laughs) by the earth. And he wiped it. And he wiped it in a helicopter. What's the weirdest thing you've ever wiped your butt with? Well, I have wiped my butt with a series of various (laughs) objects. (laughs) (laughs) My butt has come in contact with many foreign objects. I did a drug rehab, which was a survival course. And the drug rehab was the result of wiping your butt (laughs) with a series of objects. Man, I've done rocks. I've done sticks. I've done leaves. How does a stick work? You just like floss with the stick? Uh, Yeah, you know, it's in a pinch. It's not and, great. And it was more of a poke than a pinch. It's nicer than a pineapple, I'll tell you <laughs> that. But it is uh, it was, it was a little rough. Yeah, you just sort of scrape. You know, you got to kind of go side to side and sort of scrape it out. Okay. It's like it's like cleaning out the, the bowl of the cookie batter. Rocks are good. Well, to be honest, you get a nice flat rock. Has also, it's like the seashells and Demolition Man. Just kind of... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a rind of an avocado. <laughs> you just... <laughs> Um, I've done t-shirts. I've done socks. What I, t-shirts? Man, I've pooed everywhere, dude. Like, you know, I got the vegetarian poo. So when it comes, it just like comes in fury. It's, it's angry. Yeah. yeah. Also a new app on my kid. My kid plays angry poo. <laughs> angry poo. Uh, what about you? What's the weirdest thing you've, uh, probably my own underwear, your own underwear. Yeah. I think I was on the road somewhere in the middle of nowhere, pulled over, dropped trowel, and then was like, didn't think it through though. Yeah. But it was also an emergency at that point. And then, I, hopefully, you didn't put the underwear back on. I oh, yeah, no, you just di- turn it inside out. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you just, I would imagine you just ditch the underwear. Yeah, in Sort the of, ditch. like, lay it over the poo. <laughs> like, this final resting. You're, you're pronouncing it dead. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a map or anything? No, uh... yeah, just, I would imagine it would have, you get a paper cut, and you go to the ER. What happened to your butt? Uh, Nebraska. I wiped with Nebraska. Start ripping pages out of my Thomas guide. Trust me, I did Nebraska a favor. <laughs> yeah. It's the best thing that's happened in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> so, senior police officer Charles Sharp told USA Today he does not believe the incident was mental health related. At the time, Johnson was with another person at the grocery store who was not charged, Sharp said. They're like, what are you doing? Uh, looking for the preparation H aisle. <laughs> 
So I read in another article he was released on his own recognizance. Oh, really? I think the condition to being released on your own recognizance should be being able to spell that. <laughs> Maybe he's into this. Maybe it was a prank. I don't know. But it would be crazy to like go to his house and like... Well, there's to... another dude with him. It's either a prank or a really weird fetish. Yeah. Well, I, if it is a fetish, it'd be odd to like go to his house and have to go to the bathroom and then you go to the bathroom and there's no toilet paper. There's just like tomatoes. <laughs> it's just a produce section. <laughs> there's like lettuce. It's like that apple there. First prize at the fair. <laughs> you you want to rub with that one. Well, I mean, they, they're throwing all this produce out out of fear of contamination. Why couldn't they just do this sort of black light? Oh, the thing that kills the anthrax? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Or why couldn't they just wash all of it? Yeah, I mean, right? it comes from a field. It's yeah. yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they just wash it all instead of throwing it out? Odds are all the pesticides on it are worse than this guy's butt. Yeah, anyway. unless it's absorbing the fecal matter and maybe that gets in the fruit. That's why they can't sell it. Oh, yeah. could be. This tomato tastes like ass. <laughs> Mom, I don't eat my vegetables. Why not? Tastes like ass. Tastes like The Rock's ass. <laughs> Sweet. Tastes like the end of San Andreas. Is this fruit half Samoan? All right. So this guy, what do we think? Does he deserve to be fined? Does he deserve to be jailed? What do you think? He didn't really destroy it. Well, I he destroyed property of... But, like, if I came and rubbed my butt on your wall, what's the, the destruction? Because how, how much produce do yeah, they... Yeah, but I'm not eating my wall. How much produce do they throw away a week anyway? Yeah, well, I imagine there's probably worse things on this produce, like you said, pesticides. Yeah. Or, like, other stuff that people have touched or, you know, coughed in or... Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why you wash your produce, right? Yeah. You know what I just did? Rub my ass on a frozen pizza. Yeah, right. <laughs> Taking chicken breast. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> He's, he's back in the meat aisle. He's like, produce just doesn't do it for me anymore. You know what I like? Lobster. Wild salmon. <laughs> King Sam, because I'm classy. <laughs> Is this farmed or fresh salmon? Fresh? Okay. <laughs> I only wipe my ass with organic, free-range, non-farm salmon. Yeah. You ever wipe your butt with a bottle of ranch? <laughs> He has to wipe his butt with toilet paper. He's like, geez, this is so archaic. The one thing in the to whole store that doesn't rub his butt on is the toilet paper aisle. <laughs> he takes the toilet paper out of the plastic and wipes his butt with the plastic. <laughs> he uses the tube in the middle. <laughs> oh, I have done that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've used, the, I've used the, the cardboard. That's what I learned. If you poop at a public place, the first thing you do before you poop is make sure that there's toilet paper. Numero uno. Yeah, because how many times, I don't know if this happened, but that's happened to me multiple times where I poop and I'm like, oh, there is no toilet paper i'm having to air dry my butt the hair to the hand dryer you gotta tilt my butt up in the air <laughs> they have the dice and air blade like, how do i get my butt in here you have to make like a wind tunnel with yeah. your sock yeah no seriously so you know sometimes the carbo that will be that all that's left and you know sort of like piecing it out <laughs> you're peeling out layers peeling off wallpaper <laughs> So wait, did we decide what the ramifications for this guy should be? He should have just have to pay for the produce. So it's not really like a fine. Yeah, I think he should pay for all the produce and maybe do some public service or some like community service. I don't know if you want that guy doing community service. <laughs> I think you should have him pay for it, call it, call it. Oh, uh, okay. You don't want that guy like teaching little kids how to read. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> all right, well. Wash your produce. Yeah, wash your produce, I think is the moral of the story. <laughs>
That's it for today, folks. For more information and links to all the news stories we talked about today, go to our website. Oddandoffbeat.com. We're also on the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, and on our website, we got a merch page with uh, some Odd and Offbeat swag. Got a really cool I Am Odd and Offbeat t-shirt. Yep, we're on the Patreon as well. We are on the Patreon. You can link to that through our website, which is www.oddandoffbeat.com, like Louie just said. Mm-hmm. Also, patreon.com backslash oddandoffbeat, and that allows you to sort of uh, donate to our program. Backslash? I was a serial killer? That'd be my killer name. <laughs> patreon.com backslash oddandoffbeat, and there's a tiered program if you want to donate. We have a $2 program, a $4 program, a $5 program, a $25 program, mm-hmm. um, and you get monthly stuff from us. You get an extra episode that we record. You get some memes. We send you stuff from the road. So if you want to donate, if you like this program, you can uh, donate either through Patreon. You can subscribe. You can tell your friends. You mm-hmm. can like us, comment, and any way helps us. Yeah, it- Drinks at the bar. Absolutely. You Take buy us drinks at the bar. Send us, a new, send us a surprise Uber Eats while we're podcasting one day. Fly to Seattle and <laughs> buy us a $2 drink. <laughs> That's the number one way to support us. <laughs> uh, so you can also check out our meme contest, and we post that on all the social sites, and Best Caption wins a awesome prize. And it's just fun to read the captions. It is. So where are you going to be this week where they can catch out the uh, Matt Baker Comedy Stunt Show? That's a great question, Louis Fox. Um, this week I will be on Royal Caribbean Mariner of the Seas. Pretty cool ship. They just remodeled the whole thing. They got an escape room, laser tag. They got an ice skating ring. <laughs> Is the escape room where they put you if you get drunk and belligerent at the bar? <laughs> no, the, the, yeah. The escape room and the laser tag is all in one. Ah, nice. Yeah. Um, so that I'll be out there. So check that out. Where can the fine people see you? Um, so I'm going to be out of town most of the week doing at a gig that people can't see me at. Uh, but I'll be back in town on the 10th. That's Saturday. Uh, performing at a fundraiser at the Queen Anne Community Center in Seattle at 11:30. Cool. What's the fundraiser for? Um, it's raising money for an uh, arts preschool. Uh, so oh, it's, nice. It, they have a like a, a, a trunk. They call it a trunk show. So it's like local crafts people yeah, yeah, yeah. do their thing and then my show's there for the kids so so, uh, trunk shows like people come in they open up the gym people who have various things that they sell they sell it out of a small case and yeah and then yeah. they have like uh, last year last few years uh, this is an arts preschool so they have their in-house like chef and he's amazing so he cooks awesome food wait so the preschool has a chef yeah why does this preschool need more funds if they already have a chef to keep the chef on staff oh that's the worst <laughs> ever oh the guy I was for this and now I'm very against this. The guy's Think super- of how much money they have. They didn't have a chef. He uses alternative milks. Oh my god, I hate this place already. <laughs> Do not go to this place and support. Well, Louis. my show's free, so come see the show. Yeah, we need we need more money so that we can get uh, dog collars. For, I don't know, what would, like, why would they? We need flat screen TVs and all the kids' lockers. Yeah, it's for yeah. The kids need iPads. Yeah, it's just like really come on. Yeah, well, they you know like oh we're we're shy one pair of Google Glass for the kids. When I was a kid in the eighties, we only had one iPad. Yeah, and we had to pass it around. <laughs> Do you remember, like, how... Do you know how hard it is to wait to play Oregon Trail? <laughs> the, the super new version. <laughs> well, we had a computer lab when I was in elementary school, and you would go to the computer lab, like, once a month, and there were four computers for, like, 30 kids. Yeah, I know. And there's just a line, like, you get three minutes, you're like... Oh, yeah, next kid. Totally. But then I went to middle and high school, no computers. Really? Yeah. They gave us a taste of it and took it away. Yeah. 
I learned to type on a typewriter. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you have to go? So now when you're typing on a keyboard, do you always just hit the side of the, <laughs> the laptop the when you're doing when you're done with the line? <laughs> I white out on the screen. It's a good time. <laughs> All right. So uh, check out that. Make sure to get that those kids that chef. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> They're raising money for a when, chef. Wednesday sushi day is not the same for yeah. these preschoolers. Think of think of life without sushi and alternative uh, cream, cream cream brulee. <laughs> For these kids, how much suffering they're going to have. <laughs> so, folks, uh, also send us your weird news stories to info at oddandoffbeat.com. Tell us what's going on in your weird life and uh, any stories that you come across send that we might want to talk about. And you will give you a shout out unless you're uh, in the witness protection program or on the lamb. We will. Yeah, yeah, we will shout out your fake name. Yeah. If you want. <laughs> it's Mike the Butcher. <laughs> Uh, so thanks so much for listening remember to subscribe tell your friends comment rate us that helps us out and we hope you have a weird week we are out bye bye gracias por escuchar the Odd Enough Beat podcast this show is sponsored by Mansplaining a long drawn out way of a guy showing you he has no idea what he is talking about Mansplaining